That's not true. I, I only just wanted to be like Dan. That is not true. It, I, I couldn't help it. Then why are you so mean to Dan? That's the question for our listeners. Because I hate myself. That's, oh. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to be Dan, it would be difficult to do it if there was already a Dan getting in your way all the time. Yeah. Mm. That Dan I has see. to be knocked down a peg. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. To lesser Dan. Jeez. Or just, duh. Jeez. So. Steal uh, your N. Oh. <laughs> but then he would be Dan, not Dan. Or, I mean, not duh. Duh. D-A. Duh. Duh. Dad. Oh. Duh. Duh. Dad. Sounds like there's going to be a lot of confusion. Maybe you should just knock off the A as well. Yeah, you're just D now. Okay. Duh. 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 Not me, though. Hey, I'm it's Dan. co-host Duh. And co-host Dan. No, that's confusing. That is really confusing. Okay, fine. I'm just steeping again, I guess. <laughs> All right. And I, of course, am your host, Mike Linden. Wow. Hey! Hey! Uh, assuming that this show actually gets updated into the feed, uh, just as a brief explanation to the month-long absence that I guess uh, our, our fans have probably come to expect from us anyway. Mm-hmm. Listeners should imagine a black and white card of a cartoon repairman accidentally grabbing some live power cables Ooh. while Mike explains the technical difficulties. Yeah. But it did actually just occur to me that um, due to the fact that our technical difficulties this week were I somehow had managed in the past to make a redirect to howbadcast.com for our feed that would otherwise have been directly to Podbean. Uh, Don't tell people what backend we use. Well, it's, I mean, Podbean. Uh, I don't endorse it. I just use it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's, that's having used their service that's what most of their endorsements are the standard american model <laughs> i don't endorse it i, I just, just use it well here's here's what i just it realized was the cheapest <laughs> here's what i just realized like because i somehow managed to make this howbadcast.com slash whatever our feed is redirect at some point since we started doing the podcast that then became broken and now has reverted to the Podbean, the howbadcast.podbean.com slash feed, whatever. Uh, oh, my God. Look, because my main point is this may mean that our extreme drop-off in listenership a while back may have been due to the fact that this address redirect happened and a lot of people's feeds stopped updating back in the day. Oh. So maybe we have a lot more old fans <laughs> just joining us again. <laughs> oh my god, you suck. That's amazing. Yeah, it's like, not that we're how bad. Many, how many hundreds of how many hundreds if not thousands of people just went, "Oh, they just don't make this anymore." Uh, yeah. Or Chinese robots. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of Chinese hundreds robots. Hundreds or thousands. Hundreds of or thousands. <laughs> hundreds and or thousands. Yeah, that's right. Scores. <laughs> Right. Base, uh, base 12. In any case, so it's let's, not just, that we're, let's just catch everybody up. Doesn't. Just uh, to clarify, it's not that we're uh, irrelevant and not good. Right. It's that our feed was we're broken. We're so relevant, the internet couldn't handle us. Oh, yeah. sure. That makes sense. Like, ooh, we got to... We got to cut these guys down before they take over. Right. They were afraid of our raw power. Yep. And charisma. Yep. 
So just and to, neck beards. Just to catch yeah. everybody <laughs> up who like hasn't listened in a while, Oof, a uh, Teddy Bear Jenkins is dead. And did uh, we wait? Did we, <laughs> the, did we canonically podcast. kill Teddy Bear Jenkins? I, I don't remember. I, I mean, don't think that don't happened. Negate the premise, Stan. <laughs> and 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 our show is how bad cast now instead of the show be bad. And don't negate the premise, Dan. Yeah. Of course, Teddy Bear Junkins is dead. That's true. They probably only live like a couple years, anyways. So is that one Yeti character that we had? How dare you? Bigfoot <laughs> Footbig was a classic <laughs> that will live on our hearts. Yeah, he'll live on in our hearts, but he's dead. <sighs> Fine. Do you not remember when the Scarlet Witch came through and killed off most of our characters? Yeah, I guess that was. Uh, that was. I mean, that's. That, I mean, that's another thing. Like, we spent a lot of money licensing the character Scarlet Witch, which is probably <laughs> just, why we... Just to kill off all our characters. Yeah, which is probably yeah. why, like, Mike was just so... Just exhausted to even check the technical side of things. In retrospect, it was a <clears throat> terrible financial decision to license someone else's IP to eliminate all of our IP. <laughs> yeah, it was... <laughs> I mean, when you put it that way, it seems like a terrible Look, business decision. <laughs> I didn't go to business school. <laughs> I went to renting stuff school. Oh, man. And I rented that character. I rented it good. Yeah. And then we couldn't think of anything else to do with it. No. Right? So we killed off our characters. <laughs> yeah. But now all of the swag... That features the characters is collector's items. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And since we've never sold any of it ever, we still have it all in warehouses and we will release it one piece at a time. If we had just if we had just held on to that deal for a couple more years, we would have gotten like a fractional amount of the Fox bio too. <laughs> it is a shame. Uh, well, it's just a licensing agreement. Yeah, but I mean like we might have been able to like leverage ourselves into that conversation. Yeah, just for a because, taste, get a because, little taste. Yeah, let's get let's get Steven a taste. Listen, <laughs> if there's one thing that companies like Disney and Fox are known for, it's for bringing the little guy in and making sure they get their pace. Well, too. but what we could have right. done is we could have said like, "Hey, we just have this like blanket licensing deal." Yeah, unless you want a character that's at basically at the center of your current uh, film franchise, unless. You want that character to start hawking dildos on the internet? Yeah, give us a taste. That's how uh, that's how uh, Spider Man is right now. Hawking dildos? Well, no. Sony was like, listen, like you can make you can have him in your movies, but if you don't give us a sweet taste of that Marvel money, we're gonna have him hawking dildos all the time. Yeah, I he mean, is. He is a science man. He is an inventor. Like yeah. he could probably make a super advanced dildo. Oh, an incredible dildo. He's a material uh engineer or whatever. Yeah. Isn't he a photographer? Well, well he does to that. To make the rent, sure. He does that because extremely advanced science can't earn you anything. Uh, yeah. That's right. I forgot. It's worthless for anything aside from crime fighting. Yes. I totally forgot that the entire world was uh that the entire world economy was built on the day jobs of inventors and scientists <laughs> yeah. and engineers. Yeah. Look, yeah. if you invent an incredibly useful and versatile substance, mm -hmm. how are you supposed to pay the bills? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. nice. No one's going to pay for that. <laughs> no it's, one's going to pay for an incredibly strong, lightweight adhesive that can be... Well, certainly not after, uh, certainly not after all the flubber massacres in the oh, early 2000s. See, that's what it was. Is everyone, it's all marketing. All the investors got gold feet after all the flubber yeah. destruction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thousands died. Yeah. 
That's just that's why my that's why my uh, brand of uh, handmade bespoke scarves didn't take off. Yeah, what did you was, do? I don't know. It just fell because it was called Al Qaeda scarves. Ooh, yeah. I mean that. <laughs> it exi- Why should I change the name of my scarf company just because they flew some planes into some buildings? Where did you get the name from? Was it a licensing deal? <laughs> no, it wasn't a licensing deal. I'm just like you know what, this sounds cool. I'm gonna name my scarf company after it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. And, like, you know, like, scarves, like, scarves add to, they complete your base layer. Mm-hmm. So, it made sense to call it the base scarves. Oh, sure. Okay. Now, are these, like, uh, are these fashion scarves or are these actual no, no, functional these are, scarves? These are warmth scarves. Nice. Yeah, the type that you, like, you, like, put on, then pull a sweater over so that, like, the cravati style part Ooh, yeah. is, like, tucked in. Sure. To keep you warm mm-hmm. and All keep right. it in place. It completes your base layer. Great. It made a lot of sense, but, you know, wasn't wasn't particularly marketable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my fault. How, how could I have possibly foreseen something called Al-Qaeda suddenly existing in 2001? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> when did you start this company? 2000. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just didn't work out yep. yeah that's a shame yep. they say you got to spend money to make money and like even even bill gates dropped out of businessing at one point in time or whatever yeah. you know i heard tell that someone at some point during your uh during your company creation slipped you a note that said hey uh al-qaeda is out there and they're planning something maybe you don't want to name your company this and you just ignored it wait <laughs> Wait, are you accusing me <laughs> of ignoring the intelligence that could have prevented 9-11? I'm just a simple scarf maker, <laughs> sir. I didn't go to business school. I went to renting stuff school. Also, in Are st- you renting the name Al-Qaeda? No. Where is that money going? I was Stevens. renting the scarf making machine. Listen, in Steven's defense, right. Sting is always five steps ahead. It's oh, true. That's a good so, point. Oh, also for people who <laughs> oh, yeah. dropped off our feet a long time ago, Sting may or may not have been responsible for 9-11. Um, uh, we should probably explain for... Oh, too late. How bad cast? Oh. How bad cast? How bad cast? This is our theme song now. How bad cast? How bad cast? How bad cast? Oh. How bad cast? How bad cast? Ah. Um, Great. Not may or may not have. Sting did 9-11. Is if that what not, we decided on? Hey, why we, would the hey, song... we left that in the last segment. Why would the song say say as much? Oh, right. You're right. There's no time right. to explain this background. We That was the last segment. We have to... Okay, all right. Go back a few episodes yeah. uh, to an episode that is probably called something like Sting did 9-11. <laughs> I think it's called I, Sting may be a perfectly nice man or something like that. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, just find an episode title with Sting's <laughs> name in it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just good not advice. Gordon. What? Sting. Yeah, I'm, yeah not Gordon I'm Sumner. Clarifying. Oh, not Sting's real <laughs> yeah, name. Not yeah, not Gordon Sumner. Right. Sure. Oh, somebody's uh, it's some showering or something. Yeah, that's real annoying, and I hate it. Is that just plumbing doing its thing? I, yeah, but it normally isn't loud. Oh. Um, maybe someone's like putting an angle grinder on their toilet. Or maybe... It's like, oh, I'm sick of this toilet being slightly too high. Maybe uh-huh. Sting's closing in. Oh, no. Uh, oh, it must oh. not have been him. Oh, okay. <laughs> or he heard that we were onto him, and he's like, "Oh shit!" You think Sting was closing in in his uh, giant drill vehicle? That he <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. True. Everybody knows the... that Sting is a lot like Krang. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yes, absolutely. 
Oh. No one's no one's ever torn Sting's shirt open to see whose face is inside. Yep. It would be a pretty great... Uh, That's why at the end of Dune, uh, they split him in half because they were trying to expose the secret Dimension X brain alien that actually controls him. I think it would actually be a pretty good Sting album cover. Mm. If he was just like naked in the fetal position inside the Krang <sighs> robot. <laughs> What? Yep. Like, like yep, I, I mean, I that. don't like a yeah. su- like I, a super artistic looking. I have no idea <laughs> why you want Annie Leibovitz to shoot Sting naked inside <laughs> of the Krang robot, mm-hmm. or how you thought of it. But I definitely agree that it would make a good album. Yeah, cover. me too. Get on it, Sting Team Sting. Uh, yeah, maybe like the idea maybe when you're some... done making records with Shaggy. Yes. Have we talked about this on the show? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I haven't like looked into it since I first heard about it, so I don't know what other uh, fun facts there are to be gleaned about Sting it. Sting and Shaggy together at last? Yeah. Uh, did a collabo or are doing a collabo? I can't remember. I can't remember if they already did it or they just yeah, announced they, did they were it. doing it. They oh, did they it, but now it. they're on tour. What? Yeah, you can pay money to see <laughs> Sting and Shaggy yes. on the same stage. I love it. That is interesting. In the Midwesterniest way of saying that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every little thing you do is boombastic. Hey, there you go. That's fun. That is fun. Do you think that was the entire premise of their tour? Um, I'll be watching Mr. Lover Lover. Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's just, it's just really bad ramming, like, <laughs> ramming either, old songs I have together. I to imagine, like, this all started because they were either... Someone was buying drugs from the other one, or both of them were buying drugs from the same person. I actually know what happened. Uh, turns out they both got called for uh, L.A. Municipal County jury duty at the same time. Oh, that's charming, actually. Oh, wow. I just made that up. I, I love it. I'll go with it. Yeah, I mean, if I was their publicist, that's what I'd be telling people. Mm-hmm. Neither of them are citizens of this country, <laughs> I don't think. Maybe they both are. I don't know. I don't know. Have Green you cards? Heard- what? what? Green cards? Yeah, at least. Have you ever heard that story about like when Sting first landed in California? Um, like they flew from England. Mm-hmm. The police flew from England to California mm-hmm. for like the first time, and like Sting rented a car. Okay, and he went and got the car rental thing, and then he got like four hundred yards outside of the airport before he slammed on his brakes and drove up into the median in the middle of the road because he saw a palm tree in the median and he'd never seen one before and he just wanted to hug it. Uh, wow. That's like a true story. Uh, wow. Wow. That, uh... And that palm tree transferred to him the power to fuck for days at a time. Uh, I thought you were going to say, and that palm tree was shaggy. Oh. Cementing their relationship forever. <laughs> Yeah, that's a like, lot of like potential uh, pedestrian endangerment to just like enjoy there, a tree. There yeah. definitely was. Like, I, I, I think like when I first heard him recount it, he's like, I didn't know when I was ever going to see one again. Dude, and he's like, like the ten minutes feet block. away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he, and then he's like, minutes later, I realized that that entire median was lined <laughs> with them. Uh, oh, Sting, you scamp! <laughs> you wrote. He wrote. He wrote love songs on his lute to that palm tree. Oh, probably. He fucked it for days. Yikes! No wonder he can uh, he can have sex with like normal women for so long. I mean, oh, because he trained on, a, on his penis. He must, trained on a palm tree. Must really, yeah. yeah. It's like it's yeah. like the Muay Thai version of like 
Like, you fuck over that tree. You literally fuck it until it falls over yeah. or breaks off and falls over. Wow. You'll be able to fuck anything. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's like... And banana trees, like, like the things that you kick down for, like, Muay Thai training are, like, a lot less... I do like I do like how much how 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 much background Muay Thai knowledge you're assuming on the part of everyone in the yeah. audience. Yeah, I, I sort of <laughs> I'm I'm pulling it back a little bit. Sure, 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 sure. Muay Thai, Thai kickboxing, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. One traditional method of training is kicking over banana trees to harden your shins. So do you But they're a lot less pokey and thick and made of solid wood than palm trees. Do you like like is any is any rookie gonna be able to knock down a banana tree? Oh, you, or you, you have to like a, build up to it. Well, that's the thing is you like start with like like you you have to build up to it, and it's not really kicking the tree over isn't really the goal. Mm-hmm. It's repeatedly kicking the tree to harden your shin. I see. Um, but you start with like smaller banana trees because you know in yeah. Thailand apparently banana trees are everywhere because like any other fruit tree, fruit falls off of it, right, and then. It grows a million other fruit trees uncontrollably. Right. So you just go kick down like banana tree saplings and shit like that. Yeah. Because like that. fuck bananas. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, which is a thing that Sting can do now. Right. Since he fucked that palm tree over. Now he can fuck bananas? That seems much easier. Yeah, but it, like it's yeah, he does it in like a very quick pedestrian way. <laughs> hmm. For hours, right? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I mean, like what? I wouldn't imagine he's even getting enough stimulation from a banana. Like, if you're a Sting, yep, and you're like, like, what makes you go like, huh? Fucking seems to have lost its magic for me. Sting, obviously the most attractive man in the universe. Uh-huh. Maybe I should learn how to do it in a crazy magic way. What makes you make that choice? I think, um, I think you pretty much covered the thought process. Yeah. Right? I mean, that and, like, having enough money that you just have time on your hands. Yeah, that might also be part oh, of it. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> just free time. Yeah. Just a lot of free time. <laughs> that's that's a really good it's point. It's like, well, I, I already made another uh, hit album. Uh, I'm I'm slightly too old to have gotten into video games. How do I waste my life? <laughs> <laughs> just... Having my penis inside something <laughs> for like days at a time. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, that pretty much catches people up with the show. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, so. <laughs> we've got everybody up on the backlog. Yeah. We probably also mentioned Highlander a few times. Sure. sure. Uh, Sahak was on a couple times. Steven yelled at him. Yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Sahak uh, made an album. Uh, I Now that it's not uh, being kickstarted anymore. Uh, I don't know how. There's you can absolutely do no with way it. to get it. I, maybe andrewsahak.com, Andrew C A H A K dot com. Right. Sure. Or is he an org? He's there's a Dracula. You, there's he? like a Dracula specific URL too. It's the album is called Dracula. Yeah. Just look it up or it's, don't. It's your choice. No. Yeah, we're not. It's not your choice. You have to do it. Oh. Okay. Oh, really? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, huh? What type of Dracula is it? Oh, is it a Dracula that has the ability to make that happen? It's like a, it's like an opposite Dracula, where <laughs> if you like, 
it you don't invite it in if you specifically don't go to this website it can come into your house oh no oh wow yeah wow we are selling this harder for him than we should be <laughs> so it's like vampire extortion yeah it's like it's, buy my album it's like or va- i'm coming into your house right. oh vampire protection scheme yeah. is an awesome band name <laughs> <laughs> it's mine i called it all right cool it's my gloom metal band Ooh, now. Yeah. Oh. I like it. Vampire Protection Scheme. Yeah, it's really good. It's good. Mike, you and I were talking about how you uh, hate other people on the drive over. I thought we could touch on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's touch on that. Oh, well, I mean. We're in my wheelhouse now. I, <laughs> I, went, I, I, went, I made the mistake of going to open streets last Why? week. Why? Why would you do that? Cause Was that well, last week? Yes. It's like every week, isn't it? Except at a different street. I mean, the Lake Street. Slash oh, mini ha ha. It changes oh, streets. Oh, open streets. I'm like, how did I not notice Lindale open streets is <laughs> happening? Because I am nearby. For our non-local listeners, open streets is where um they close. Ironically, they close the street. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and and then you can like walk down the middle of the street or ride your bike. And for some reason, everyone in fucking America will do anything to be able to walk in a road. Yeah. No matter what the reason. If you close a road and say, hey, you can walk in this road, people are like, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yes. They're going to walk in that road. I have never I have never walked on an asphalt substance like this other than the many trails and paths around me that are made out of this exact same or thing. Or even when I've crossed that street before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's the same experience, it, just a different direction. It is a bizarre thing. It's mm-hmm. like it's like how magpies are attracted to shards of old cans because they're sure. shiny. Aren't there like snacks and stuff though? Yeah, there's like booths where you learn about what like basically all of the booths. At least this is how it started. Uh-huh. Was so that you can learn about what would happen if we periodically close roads. Oh, it was like here's a booth about riding your bike. Sure. Here's a booth about people walking more. Sure. That's like, very much what the experience was. Well, okay, so last apparently last year, yeah, like Open Streets was all Lake Street mm-hmm. in like you know the terrible intersection that kind of needs events to pull people into it because otherwise people tend to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Which one? Uh, the uh, fifty-five Lake Street. Oh yeah, yeah, area. yeah. That that zone. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I did a bunch of open streets last year. I don't think I did many haha. Um, well, th- the thing was, this year, mm-hmm. uh, and by the way, last year, I missed open streets because uh, I don't care about that sort of thing. But What? <laughs> you didn't want to walk in a road? Well, like this year, friend, non-friend of the show, Noel. Enemy of the show, Noel. Yeah, <laughs> enemy of the show, Noel, uh, was going, and uh-huh. he invited me, uh-huh. and I hadn't done a thing with a human in a while so i thought uh-huh. oh i should probably just take advantage and go do this thing yeah even though i don't care about the thing itself that's so, fine so it's basically a carnival that is a testament to itself in the middle of a road for people that don't have the context right but really like it amounts to uh you walk through the street uh-huh and you are surrounded by people who would otherwise have had to come knock door to door separately uh-huh like, you know, all of uh, your local politicians and your local uh, people that care about different... Uh, yeah, like the save the save the condors, save the asphalt. Yeah, basically, basically it's just blocks and blocks of canvassers uh-huh. who you are choosing to go towards. Right. And then still avoid talking to <laughs> and there's never and there's never like it, as many food vendors as you think there's there no snacks. Be. Well, 
here's the that's thing. like the main reason I would go to any event that a well, road is closed in. Well, yeah, here, I mean, here's the weirdest thing about it. Like the that's half the reason I go outside ever. The part of Lake that presumably the whole point of getting people to go to was dead. Like the intersection, like was just empty. Uh-huh. Like there weren't any booths there or anything. You just but you but it did continue past it. Ah. So they went Yeah, they always have like a dead zone. So they took they took the excuse of this thing happening to push all of the homeless people that are normally there uh-huh. out uh-huh. to find somewhere else to get out of the sun. Uh or not. Seven Maybe of them not die. go out. <laughs> so like so like they inconvenienced a bunch of homeless people uh-huh. to not do anything with that space uh-huh. and then like put all of the things that people would actually want to go to yeah on mini haha where people go to anyway yeah it was very stupid also there was a magician and it was <laughs> annoying hold on let's <laughs> let's dig into that <laughs> What what What's, did you think was going to happen when you ended that with also there was a magician? What sort of magician? Like, like hold on. We're yeah. going to dig into his strategy here before okay. we okay. force him to dig into it. Like, you went like, I'm going to say all these things. I'm going to describe this thing that no one cares about, explain how no one cares about it, then explain that I was describing it because no one cares about it. And then they're just not going to notice that I mentioned this magician. Just casually thing. throw out this magician situation. So also there was a magician. Anyways, next topic. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Tell us about the magician. What type of magician was he doing? Street magic. Oh. Or did he, he have f- a little platform? Was he yeah, freezing he li- himself in things? He had a little platform. Are we talking top hat and cape? Oh. He. Uh. I mean, except for the top hat. Uh huh. He was pretty much like if you took the character Starburns, but but replaced, like kept the clothes and then added a boring guy. <laughs> uh, so wait, so what you're saying is he was a boring Dino Stamatopoulos with that a was top dressed hat. like that was dressed like Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like we were, what picture are we painting for listeners? <laughs> I love right it. Now? I love it. So. So you're strolling through a street because you can walk in the street, and this is the best day of your life. Yes, yeah. you're having a wonderful time. So you uh, can walk in the street, best day of your life. You're strolling through the street. You see, hey, that guy looks like a boringer version of Dino Stamatopoulos, and he's also dressed like Han Solo, but there's no hat. Yeah, so that is exactly what I thought. Uh-huh. And then I said to myself in my head, well, obviously, we should all avoid eye contact with this man, like we have, like I have avoided eye contact with absolutely everyone else at in this event so far. Uh-huh. Uh, then he said something, and Noel looked at him uh-huh. and accepted his bullying to take part in his stupid street magic that everyone else was avoiding. Yes. What, so, what type of what type of magic are we talking? Like, pull a rabbit out of a hat. Like scarves up the sleeve. I or, mean, uh, he did have a polo rabbit out of a hat, but it was a sponge rabbit. What? <laughs> what? Like he had multiple rabbits made out of sponges. I think he had like one of those boxes of you, magic tricks. Yeah, are you sure this isn't just one of those homeless people that they thought they chased away? <laughs> oh, he just got a new angle. Oh well, I mean, if that yeah, were the case, everybody knows that homeless people always have an angle. <laughs> So there's this homeless guy. Okay, hold on. I got to stop your story right there. What's his angle? What's his angle? <laughs> what angle is this homeless guy taking to 
Do what do you think he's trying to accomplish with the angle, Dan? I don't know. Like bring you in, right? And then <laughs> the homeless yeah. person drags you in, brings you brings in with you the in. magic. Okay, right? And then he's just like, hey, if you like that, uh, perhaps give me dimes. Yeah, here's some. Yeah, here's more sponge rabbits. Right. Here's some more sponge rabbits. Hey, did you like that sponge rabbit <laughs> trick? Here's another sponge rabbit. How many sponge rabbits were there? We're up to four. Well, eventually, I think there were probably ten. Uh, what did you? And then he also had some oversized cards that were sort of like the cards that uh, started the Ghostbusters movie uh-huh. with the electrocution scene. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Was it like exactly but, like but that? It, but they had emoticons printed on them. Ugh. And they did what? Uh, Wait, you mean emoticons or emoji? Emoji. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so not like not like semicolon, semicolon, <laughs> winking face. Right. right. He he had he had stepped it up. He had oh. modernized. You're more like sunglasses emoji. Yeah. <laughs> they had they had uh, Apple GIF apps on them. Uh, what? Nothing. It doesn't matter. Uh, so yeah, that it, it sucked. <laughs> That's it? That's all you have to say about the magician? Well, I spent most of my time... I was in the, that... Uh, you made it sound like you two were directly involved I was in that, with the I was magician. In that, well, Noel was. Oh. I was in that Goldilocks zone of being <laughs> like the exact number of feet away yeah. where I could just run at any time. But like... Sort of, I was sort of doing. So the, you planted yourself that like if things broke bad, you could abandon your friend. Well, I was yeah. trying. I was trying to do the social equivalent. It's, of it's like, his fault for it's it's enemy of the show Noel's fault for not being in a position to flee. Sure. Here's the thing: if an asteroid were coming towards Earth, yes, there is a technique that you could use if you caught it early enough, where you just put a satellite near it so that it's the satellite oh, of the gravity starts like you had, pulling you the asteroid about out it, of the orbit. Not you actually caught it. Yeah, like right. now it's not like a giant baseball okay. baseball mitt type of scenario. Sure, but there's a technique where you just put something near the asteroid, and it and the gravity interaction pulls the asteroid out of its path yeah. enough where yeah. it misses the Earth. Yeah, that is essentially what I was trying to do with my position re null. You were trying I was to trying to pull him socially pull him I away see. from this magician. I see. Uh, what did he make Noel do? Why didn't you just say what everybody else says when their when their friends make eye contact with a mis- magician? Oh, don't touch that. They all have mites. <laughs> well, mites. like what I was what I was I was waiting for was with here's the magician knew exactly what the fuck he was doing mm-hmm. because once he had Noel in his goddamn orbit and he was doing something, other people that passed by made the mistake oh, like, oh, of what's thinking, that? oh, this must actually be an entertaining show <laughs> and stopping in. So I, what I was waiting for was the moment that he started making eye contact with the other members of the audience to just yank Noel out of there uh-huh. and run away. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why were you concerned about sparing this magician's feelings? He's a magician. No, I just wanted to get Noel away. Yeah. Why didn't you just say, Noel, walk away from the magician? <laughs> That's gross. Well, I, I don't know. I feel like direct, like directly ordering Noel to do something has a tendency to have the opposite effect. But I mean, like everybody wants to get away from a magician. I didn't were see you, evidence of that. You, uh... Okay. Well, this is a different thing. Then. You remember that this is enemy of the show, Noel, right? I mean, maybe, I don't know. He had, I, like, five sponge rabbits in his hand at one point. <laughs> Are there photos? No. Well, then you fail. What, am I going to encourage the magician by taking his photo? N- no. 
you're going to match it to court records and make sure that he's allowed <laughs> to be within a thousand yards of children. Were you worried that if you uh, if you uh, pulled Noel out prematurely, you get a, a thinner curse? Yeah. On you? Who knows what kind of crazy uh, spiritualist mumbo jumbo would happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't have an ending to that sentence. Yeah. It's fine. It worked out. So we got, and then as soon as you get away from the magician, uh-huh. you're uh, accosted by weird pretending not to be a church church people. Ooh, yeah. Oh, like the Talk rock? about magicians. Yes. <laughs> like, do they give you free root beer? Uh, they had like, you know, a band that was like, you know, trying to be real music. Uh, <laughs> yeah, called Firearms of Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Firearms! We are firearms of Christ. But Noel did not get caught up. Well, no, I was wrong. He did get caught up in that <laughs> briefly because they had like a freestanding door. What? That for some reason he wanted He's like, to pick- oh, hey, there's a door to nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I should walk through it because I will gain nothing. Right. <laughs> uh, but the chances that this is super creepy and I'll end up cursed in some way, you know, maybe only one in a million. And that's those are good odds for gaining nothing. Yeah, there was concern at one point that like uh, there might have been some weird if you step through that door, uh, if if you stroller your baby through that door, it's been baptized in some way. Or yeah, something. you push that baby through. <laughs> ha ha! Jesus owns you now. Yeah. Yikes! Your chattel for the Lord. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good. Uh, Trying to be a real band name too. Yeah, chattel, chattel for, the- for the Lord. <laughs> that's yeah, that's not bad. Also, I would believe that that band is opposite as well. Sure. If I heard that band name, I would also believe. Yeah. Opposite. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then we got on a mini haha where people congregate anyway and were didn't need any help, snacks. and there were snacks and <laughs> drinks and stuff. What snacks did you get? Yeah, I didn't get any because what. This is why you're so cranky. Yeah, this is why you hated it so this much. This is what you didn't get snacks. That's the whole point. Well, I didn't. I mean, it's a weekend. There's probably an open streets happening somewhere else. This wasn't right a now. situation that snacks would have helped. I needed beer, but I, I there were like specific areas you could have beer. Yeah, that you, and that were very tight and close quarters. Uh, I didn't want any part geez. of that. Also, you're, I didn't want to spend any money at this thing. Your chattel now for the brewery. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pass through this hollowed oh. out wort chamber. <laughs> oh. That's why I don't care about religion. I drink. I drink enough that I don't need. I don't need to fill that hole in my life with God. Uh-huh. I fill it with whiskey and sometimes beer. Hey. <laughs> oh God, I feel so much better now. It's not a drinking problem. It's a drinking-based safeguard. Yeah, sure. Against sky ghosts. <laughs> That's a strategy. That's a marketing strategy that would work on like a pretty good subset of people. Uh, Keep the sky ghosts at bay by enjoying our refreshing <laughs> beer. Uh, I mean, you drink enough for long enough, eventually you start to actually believe that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. DTs kick in. Yeah. Pink yeah. elephants. And then you, uh, I assume, learn how to use sponge bunnies so you can get more money for your beer oh you think that he had the shakes i don't know like he was he, he had the dts maybe that's why he couldn't use a real rabbit anymore because he just she <laughs> just shook him to death well or he'd like startle the bunny too much with his shaking hands magic magic jake alcoholic and or parkinson's <laughs> induced magician nice all of these buddies have traumatic brain injury 
Well, that got dark and weird and really for no gain. It's like that door. Yep. Like, no one wanted to laugh at that joke. It wasn't even really a joke. It just got dark and weird, and uh, I just chose to step through it. What? Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I was... There was nothing to be gained. You could only lose. Someone sets up a door frame in the middle of nowhere and yeah. says, hey, walk through this door instead of around it. There's literally, you can literally only lose in that scenario. Right. What if there's no one else around, though? Like, it's just a freestanding door. That's, uh, you, that sounds way worse. Yeah. Still, you can only lose. That seems so much more likely to be a trap. There's, there's no <laughs> chance. You can see a freestanding door yeah. out, out in the middle of nowhere yeah. for no reason. There's Yeah, there's no chance that someone set that up and is hiding. <laughs> and then once you walk through, it goes, hey, thanks for having faith in the doorway. Here's a dollar. You think That's if, not happening. You mm. think if you go through, if you see there's a freestanding door. Yeah. Open. It's just a door There's frame no that... reason for it to be there. There's no one around. Yeah. You think you step through that door and you don't step into a bear trap? You're a fool. You're a <laughs> or, fool. Or a significantly worse dimension. Sure. Or some sort of hexen zone. Yeah. Or there's only bad things can happen. No one's or hiding like around a, the corner. Or like a bucket falls down and covers you, you with water. Yeah. No one's hiding around the corner and they're like, hey, you walk through the door. Here's a pony. Or what if it's a bucket of bees? What if, a, oh, no. what if there's yeah. a bucket of now bees got, on top of that now door? Now your clothes are soaked in bees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not going to cool you off on a hot day. No. And some materials, those bees are never coming out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You just got to throw that shirt away. Mm-hmm. Good luck getting it off. If you don't it's have crumb soda available right away, you're never getting those Sir, bees you out. can't donate this shirt. It's covered in bees. <laughs> no, the shirt is bees. <laughs> oh, how'd you get it off? <laughs> At great The most pay. bees. <laughs> That's someone else's joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember who that someone is. Check yeah. out Tim Harmston. There you go. Tim Harmston. That's I'm sure he's so sick of that joke, he wouldn't even appreciate the plug. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, how old is that? Like oh, I heard that joke Years. for the first time a decade ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, All right, fine. Joke. So I don't go through the freestanding door. Good. Good. We've if, taught you. If you've learned anything. I'm glad we talked this out. This is why we started this, this podcast. This is why Mike We've went to open so streets concerned. in the first place. I don't want you going through random doors, Dan. What about See? A- He's looking out for you. He's his big. Bro- he's your big brother. You listen to what him. What about a gate? Well, a gate. A gate's never freestanding. But, like, there's only, like, two chunks of fence on each side. Like, it's not like the fence actually, like, borders anything. That's not freestanding. Two hunks of a gate and then a, or two hunks of fence and then a gate between it. Like you can easily walk around the entire structure. Anytime you can go, okay, here's the rule. Uh Anytime you can go around without having to go through. Yeah. And it doesn't take you any more time than it would take to yawn. Yeah. (laughs) Then you go around. And you're going to yawn because you're like, oh, boring. I didn't get to go through that thing. Yeah. Or. Hop the fence because you look cooler Ooh, doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey. Check, think Which about, is why I dig pits on the backside of all my fences. <laughs> think about how how much more rebellious you look. What if there's a freestanding door and I climb over it? You climb the door? I climb over the door. I'm not, Just walk around. I don't it's, think a it's freestanding... It's like one extra step. How fun is that, though? It's like parkour. The door... I don't think the, a freestanding door I frame is going to hold your weight. I go over the door frame. crack that door frame. I go over the door frame. I kick over any buckets of water or bees as I go over. You're going to kick a bucket I, of bees? Oh, yeah. Not why, would you kick nothing. A, why would you kick a bucket of bees? <laughs> That's what so is much wrong worse. with you? That's worse I than walking through the door. The bees freak out. They stay at ground level. 
They're freaking like, out. Oh, man. They're mad at the I ground. Would, they just I, sting the ground. What happens if you kick over this bucket of bees yeah. and then you f- you lose your balance? You okay, fall head first sure. into oh, a bucket on. of then I bees. Pile into, I fall into a pile of bees. Sure. That's let a me, risk I'm willing to take. Let me spin a yarn okay. for you. Let me share a scenario. <laughs> Great. Dan's walking around in the world. He sees a freestanding door. Nothing around it. Yeah, Dan's rocking around in a world carrying his tuba. And he goes, oh, man, there's that door again. I wonder what I should do. Remember your training, Dan. Don't walk through the door. All right, I won't walk through the door, but you know what I'm going to do? Kick some bees. I don't know there are bees up there yet. I don't know until I get over the door. That's why like, you just never kick a bucket. Ever? Yes. The phrase, kicked the bucket, does not enjoy a great reputation. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Dan. Wait, is that why it means this dying? This is the origin of is the phrase, kick the bucket. Is that why it means dying? Because yes. you kick a bucket of bees yes. and then you get stung to death by bees? That's where that phrase comes from? That's what happens. Wow. I never knew. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, never kick a bucket. Someone in South America once kicked a bucket of bees, and they've been terrorizing and rampaging up up northerly and northerly. Wait a minute! You're saying you're saying that killer bees were started from one bucket of one bees, one single bucket so of bees, infuriated, were- so infuriated to have their bucket kicked over, and then they just kept spreading that anger to other colonies of bees. Yeah, yes. it's sort of an indigenous up. Uh, uprising oh exactly. wow like they were fine just inside the bucket yeah that's where they live yeah but then some cracker showed up <laughs> so it's like the butterfly effect except you kick a bucket of bees over some and it greedy, only applies to bees some greedy developer came by and thought "Ooh, like a this, snowball more this, like a snowball this effect. plot of land under this bucket looks yeah. juicy and ripe for the i wonder if this cattle to graze under this bucket if only this if only this peaceful natural bucket <laughs> went in the way what can i do i wonder if there's a city of gold inside those bees <laughs> so you're saying that all killer bees yes all killer bees are a terrifying manifestation of deforestation and colonial mindset. Yeah, it's some. Yeah, it's just some asshole searching for Biudad El Oro. Oh boy, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh. I did. I did briefly <laughs> consider trying to make the pun of Bibola at some point, but it seemed, it seemed too confusing. It is confusing. Yeah, you're, you're dragging in another thing. It's a whole different thing. Yeah. Biudad El, El Oro, though. That's not yeah, bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not it's, bad. It flows at least. Yeah. Like, it it flows well enough that conversation doesn't need to get bogged down talking. <laughs> sure. We've chosen to bog <laughs> yeah. down conversation. But it didn't Certainly. have to happen. Yeah. And this we're is why luxuriating you... Luxuriating yeah, we're luxuriating in that portmanteau. <laughs> and I got to say, that was a cross-cultural, cross-language portmanteau. So is the... Oh, wow. That's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, like, we're upping the difficulty level here. Uh-huh. <laughs> So is the solution to killer bees to just build a bucket large enough for them all to live in? Oh, no, it's over. Okay. Yeah, you They're can't, already pissed. You, you can't. You, you can't, know that saying, you can't put the bees back in the bucket? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to try to artificially create a new I don't bucket know. Yeah, with your American values. Yeah, your bee reservation? <laughs> I think not, Fair Dan. point. Fair point. 
I don't know. I just how do we recover from this? I just thought about it because I've been drowning fruit flies in a glass full of apple cider vinegar for the last week. Oh, the bees are coming for you. What? They're completely unrelated. <laughs> are are they though? I don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, like you think, you think that like people in like let's say Sierra Leone, uh-huh. Sierra Leone colonized, uh, uh, all of its natural wealth extracted intentionally underdeveloped in order to keep it uh, from ever becoming a threat to centrist global hegemony. You think that they don't feel for the indigenous people of, like, Central America? Of course they do. Just like oh, those bees feel for the fruit flies. Okay, I, yeah, I was, was such waiting. a long... <laughs> I was waiting to see how I would actually <laughs> understand what you were talking about. But no, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, that's just... Is there a way you can set the... By the way, uh, can you set it? the feed so only bee or bees can't listen to it? Uh, I mean, I've certainly succeeded in <laughs> setting the feed so no one can listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying like do that, but like focus it on just bees. Uh, God, you're just digging your grave further and further. Why? You now you're explicitly trying to exclude <laughs> bees. Yeah, this is a very colonial <laughs> mindset. Let's build walls around information and education <laughs> so that the bees can never rise from their station in life. Yeah. And then and then you're going to blame them and their nature okay. for their violence but, when really you've left them no other okay, options. Okay, but hold on. I was reading a website about all of these innocent citizens getting murdered by bees <laughs> coming into their land. Do we really want to bring that threat? Dan, if you start chanting, build that bucket, <laughs> this podcast is over. I'm just saying. So you've been murdering fruit There's, flies. Yes. Uh, has that accomplished anything for you, aside from having a cup full of fruit fly corpses and then also fruit flies? Yeah, flying maybe you eliminate the conditions under which fruit flies occur. I mean, I'm doing and then that too. You don't too. have to worry about your genocide. I'm doing that too, but you you got to deal with the current fruit fly problems while you get rid of all the produce or they're breeding you just in, a- or you just accept that those fruit <sighs> flies have a right to be there. Do they though? Because you, and you brought them move. there. Yeah, I should move out of my house. <laughs> you yeah. brought them there. There's only like a there's like a dozen Mike of them at once. Mike, you're straining the metaphor. It's going in the wrong direction. you <laughs> I I thought we were I thought we had finished with the metaphor. No, no, Dan. Now, is... then, then, as I was saying, you should move. I I heard you saying things that made it clear we were still in that metaphor. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dan is the Dan is these fruit flies, Donald Trump. Yeah, I'm. I've kind of felt that this metaphor is strained beyond where uh, we can really usefully continue talking through I'm, insect metaphors. I may have no choice but to turn on you. <laughs> wow. I tried. I tried to keep you on the right side of this for as long as possible, <laughs> Mike, because it really helps. It really helps up my belligerence when I single single Dan out. Well, sure, but um, but I might I might turn on both of you. Hmm. Uh, we could just abandon the metaphor. I mean, that's what I'm feeling right now. But it seems unlikely, (laughs) you genocidal madmen. I mean... I mean, at least you're well-dressed and day-drinking while you commit genocide. What? Genocidal madmen. Oh. I still don't understand what's happening. Oh. He's bringing in in other references. I was doing a different thing. I was hoping it would be like a palate cleanser on that metaphor. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Sure. Just... I mean, Dan got there. Yeah, I got there. <laughs> Shout out to Don Taper. 
the baby taper at the San Francisco Zoo. Really? Is it true? Yeah. That's a cool thing. It's a great name. Do they, they, they just give it vodka San all day? San Francisco? And... San Diego. One of the San Zoos. Ugh. <laughs> you sure it's not San Juan? It's definitely one of those two. San Francisco, San Diego, or San Juan? It's one of those no, two? No, one of the two that I said. I'm ignoring <laughs> the one you said. Sure it's not San Jose? Yes. You're sure? Yes. Were you, were you recently on the coast? Did you go to visit this taper and still not remember which city it was no, in? I, no, what city were you in? I just follow a lot of zoos on Instagram. Visit, then why uh, didn't you visit the taper? What's wrong with you? There's a baby taper. It wasn't alive yet when I was there. I don't think. You could have seen full-grown tapers? I saw full-grown taper in Seattle, and it galloped, and it was a joy. <laughs> I saw a taper gallop, and you it was the definitely best. definitely could have seen more tapers. You could have seen a pregnant taper. I you didn't have, know. You could have commented to some, to a third party, look, oh, that taper is positively glowing. <laughs> you could have done that. Look. That is a that is an experience you forewent we of your own agreed. volition. My wife and I agreed we would only go to a zoo on this trip. Even though Why? every city we went to had a zoo. <laughs> and you chose not the San Diego Zoo. <sighs> we weren't in San Diego. We went to San Diego a different time, and we did go to that zoo. This time we only went to San Francisco. And you didn't go to the zoo? No. Ugh. Did you just go to all of the shot locations of Fuller House? <laughs> we went to... There must have been an episode that at least uh, took took place in part in the zoo. Right? Like, definitely Michelle like fell into an enclosure. I didn't, I didn't actually watch any of that. Do you think that there were no one any lo- oh, no, any did. location shots in that entire show? No. I'd be shocked if they even shot, shot walk-ups. <laughs> yeah. like Or if they even went upstairs in that house. Right. Like, everything takes place on the main level. Oh, yeah. Right? They, could, they couldn't afford to recreate the upstairs you set. You think you're going to get Stamos for one episode? You think you're going to afford to build another set? No. Wait. The, you guys know that on sound stages, right, they they don't actually go upstairs. Yeah, but you still yeah, got to... There's just a set of stairs. Yeah, but you still got to yeah, build a room the other to set. shoot up there. Shoot up there. I put that yeah, in quotes. You, you build it next to it. Yeah, well, that's what we're saying. We're you saying build you can't two rooms. build it because you had to get that Stamos fee. What about the downstairs, though? You built it. You did. They did build the downstairs. Oh, I'm talking about the main floor. I don't think there is. A, is yeah, there there's a basement. That's yeah, where that's where, where Stamos uh, lives. Stamos lives in the basement. Oh, that's right. That's where the Beach Boys practice. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Wait, what? Uh, when Stamos was touring with, with the Beach Boys, they were on Full House for at least one episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to require greater context. So the Beach Boys yeah. have toured with Charles Manson and John Stamos. I'm reasonably sure the Stamos years were like a Mike Love-only Beach Boys oh. version. Like, oh. I mean, not only him, but like, you know. Yeah, but like it was when he owned it. No, no, Brian Wilson. Yeah, Bri- Wilsonless. Yeah. Wait, John Stamos was replacement Brian Wilson. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, I think it was drumming. Why was he on tour with the Beach Boys? <laughs> he like, I'm sure he was some contrived scenario. He wants put to them go in to the same Kokomo. room. It's not even a real place. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's a small town in Indiana. <laughs> That's the worst of the Beach Boy. Oh. <laughs> John Stamos and... He didn't have that yogurt money back then. Yeah, man. He didn't have ER money. He didn't have yogurt money. He was on ER? Yeah, dude. Wow. He was on ER? I didn't know Everyone that. was on ER. <laughs> I, I don't know that much about John Stamos. Everyone was out. on ER for at least a season. 
What about what about me? Um, Mike was Mike on ER? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, so you're saying anybody who's everybody who's anybody? <laughs> yes, on ER. that's exactly what I'm saying. And Mike said nobody. That's right, because you, he wasn't on ER. You really think just because you hate open streets, you're on the same level as a John Stamos or a, a Maura Tierney? Couldn't even get on Chicago Hope. Or, Is that also a hospital show? Yes, I think so. I, I believe so. Um, or you know George Clooney? Yeah, for a while before he got big and went Hollywood, and then and then that one woman. Oh yeah, uh, Juliana Margulies. Yep. Is that right? Did yep. I name another person from from ER? That you, sounds plausible. No, she was on there for sure. Um, and what about that one dude that will never age? Ooh. Now he's a librarian that hunts what? for bones. What? What, what? are you talking about? There is a there is a dude that was a doctor on ER, uh-huh. and now he stars in a fake Indiana Jones TV movie series about a librarian that hunts for bones. Huh. Because TNT knows drama. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is this uh whatever. Why would matter. a librarian hunt for I'm bones? not entirely certain that I'm getting the premise of this right. <laughs> yeah, maybe okay? he's like a blogger. I what? guess <laughs> what? I, I guess a librarian would be like. Like he's to blogging be a about bones and then he's like, Hey bone guy, we're gonna go look for bones. And then he's so, like, Oh, I'll on. write what my a, blog about what it. What about the hunt for bones produces the <laughs> Episodic drama, by the way, it, it, it's not episodic. Different bones per episode. Like, oh. It's it, movie. It's like straight to TV. Does he have movies. to like negotiate with like ranchers who own the land yes. to do a dig? I don't know why he's a librarian, and I don't know why it would fix it if you were bones? a blogger. And then try to convince them not to auction the bones off, what bones? but to just like actually allow. Science or these people science? bones or animal? Oh bones? yeah, what kind of bones I don't are we talking know. about? Jeez, alien <laughs> why, bones. Why are you getting hung up on the bones? <laughs> because that seems why like the not, most interesting part. <laughs> why is it not weird enough that this librarian, or in your scenario, possibly blogger, <laughs> is just searching for bones? Unless, unless you were suggesting that I replace the other half of the premise, maybe with. With blogger, and maybe he's just a librarian who's also a blogger. Man, any of this is plausible. Rob Lowe is searching for Bigfoot with his children right now. What? Wait, what? This is real. Look it up. This is a TV show. Oh, okay. Well, you oh, said it was TV. real. Is it a reality TV show? Is I, it I mean, he's Rob at, Lowe hunts. He is for... at least playing Rob Lowe and his children. They are playing themselves at the very least. I don't know if it's supposed to be real. This is what happens when you cancel the grinder. Yeah, right. Just exactly. send Rob no, Lowe into literally no one should have ever canceled the grinder because now that guy from ER is worried about his <laughs> his card catalog and some bones. Was he on the grinder too? No one knows. Okay. We don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Anyone could have been on the grinder for all we know. I didn't watch it. Oh, I did. Okay. I started watching it. I haven't finished it yet. It's How was good. it? It's all right. funny. It's good. It, like, I'm surprised it's good. Sure. Um, I think most of America... Uh, didn't watch it because they didn't think it would be good. I see. Right. Here's what they should have run as promos for that. Uh, Fred Savage and Rob Lowe star in The Grinder. Trust us, it's good. Uh-huh. Like, I think people would have actually like checked it out because of that. Honestly, I feel, like, I feel like people need to be consistently reminded that Fred Savage is actually watchable and funny. Yeah. And the voice of Honda. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think it's Honda. Huh. Watch a Honda commercial sometime. I will. Here's some Fred Savage. I mean, Are you really going to do that just to find out if Fred Savage? No, I mean, watch like, Hulu at some point exactly. in time. A That's Honda commercial will yeah. come on. I'm just saying, like, and it'll be Fred Savage's uh, voice saying Honda. I'm buy normally, a Honda. yeah, I'm normally pretty good at like recognizing voices and especially if i am prompted that this is the voice that it probably is i'll probably sure. be like oh yeah that's fred savage although i might have to remind myself what he sounds like now 
you'll know right away. Yeah. All right. He has a very distinctive voice. Yeah. But it's not the voice that they imagined he would have in no. The Wonder Years. Oh, no, right. that's one of the Wet Bandits. Right. Oh, right. Was he ever on ER? Maybe. Daniel Stern? <laughs> like a guest spot? Like, oh, my kidneys. Daniel Stern's on there doctor shopping for for uh, painkillers? Honestly, man, if that if he and Joe Pesci were on ER as the wet bandits. <laughs> oh, my God, that would be amazing. Like, oh, I have severe head oh, trauma. Oh, wait, no, it's much more likely that they would have been on Chicago Hope. Yeah. Why is that? Because they're not going to change. They're not going to leave the city yeah, that they did all the robins. Oh, yeah. right, I see. Well, Shermer's Illinois. Shermer's. I guess I didn't remember enough detail about Home Alone to know exactly where they were geographically, Shermer's except for Illinois. the fact that they were not in New York. Yeah. Yeah, they were in Chicago, or more specifically, Shermer's, <laughs> Illinois. But wait, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York does yeah. prove that the Wet Bandits left the sh- general Chicago Ooh. area. Well, maybe they got their uh, but they medical need, care Yeah, they would need to get Illinois. medical care first. Yeah. Like, like, they had like... They had like... Third degree burns and shit. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, Joe Pesci got the top of his head burned off. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they got way worse injuries in New yeah, York. Yeah, but they probably initially had uh, uh, state subsidized health care. They had bricks thrown onto their heads from multiple stories in the air. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and they only survived it because of the excellent and incredibly strong titanium plates that were placed in their skull <laughs> by the good doctors Chicago at Chicago Hall Hope. Hope. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then they had to turn back to their life of crime to pay off all of those debts. And this is why we need single payer. (laughs) Medicare for all is the only thing that stops the kid from the Wonder Years from growing up into becoming a homicidal maniac. Well, we got there. We finally got there. Uh, Thanks, Bernie. <laughs> that was what they should. That should be the platform. This, I mean, that should be the platform of this election. So it's like it just shows clips from Home Alone and Home Alone Two, <laughs> and then consider all of the expenses those two would have to go through, mm-hmm. and probably like after the first movie, be like, listen, if they had had subsidized health care they probably wouldn't have to have gone back to crime or to probably, pay their possibly bills. wouldn't have had to have started down a life of crime in the first. That's true. Place, we right? don't know. They might have had some issues because, like, going in because like you got you got. You got just even a mild amount of health care, health issues. Like, you're, the cost of your yeah. insurance skyrockets. Wiped out. Your savings are wiped but out. But if you're not paying for it, like, if, if you don't have to pay for that, maybe maybe you can survive on that job as a used car salesman or yes. even at McDonald's. Yes. They're paying, like, they're starting at, like, $12 an hour now. Joe Pesci could have just been a regular work-a-day guy uh, instead of a crook. Because the system is rigged. Yeah, he could have stayed. <laughs> I feel like you you, were, you didn't quite get there, and I'm trying to decide which like <laughs> famous Jewish person you sounded like. I was just trying to like I was just trying to like roll through it quickly. Sure, also, I was trying to like half do it. Sure. Also, I enjoyed your uh, your physical impersonation, which kind of looked like you were being a Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, sure. That's Senator Potato Head. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Uh, does anyone have anything cool coming up that you assume <laughs> when is this would like plug? When is this theoretically being released? Okay. <laughs> if everything goes well. Hey, humans or Chinese robots. Uh-huh. Um, or bees? No, not bees. Definitely bees. <laughs> yeah, include the bees. Don't just <sighs> kick their buckets right. around. They're coming for you. Okay, hey, bees. Maybe we got off the wrong foot, but maybe if you love. Yeah, the foot that kicked their bucket. <sighs> hey, bees, do you love to laugh? Come on out to a huge theater every Saturday through August. 
Uh, 9.30 p.m. The Bee Conquista is coming for you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. With Guts and Teeth. It's me and six other powerhouse improvisers. Now Guts and Teeth and Bees. Well, hopefully not. Uh, Improvising our way into your hearts and minds. It's a lot of fun. And sure, teeth. Uh, You can get tickets online in advance at HugeTheater.com. Saturday is at 9.30 p.m. Huge Theater at lindale and 31st those streets should be open to cars because <laughs> i believe that open streets has already happened unless the bees come unless the bees come and block traffic there'll be a lot of bees it's a lot of no bees. they just form road cones oh they of just course. form a couple of road cones <laughs> yes. oh, so I people see. know they can't drive in that lane. got it anyway do that it's uh, good it's a good time saturday's at 9 30 at huge theater yes if you go there on the right night our mom might be there. Oh yeah, and maybe a uh, aunt who's tired but is just powering through and decides to come anyways. <laughs> yeah, if I'm understanding that conversation we had correctly, <laughs> aunt probably doesn't no. understand uh, the show, but yes. you know might pretend to have enjoyed it. Yeah, she'll at fact. least say like "good job" at the end sure. or something, or like "well that was something," or maybe just ask you questions about why any of. I mean, my happened. mom does that anyways, and she's seen multiple improv shows, and she still doesn't understand how it works. Right. I mean, does uh, anybody really? I don't know enough to just be like. Not since Dell died, man. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I was trying to get there, actually. <laughs> really? That's exactly where I was trying to go with that. Yeah. Well, he shouldn't have kicked all those bees, metaphorically. <laughs> That's a good point, Stephen. Do you have anything interesting happening in your life? I do not. Nice. Fun. This this podcast is all I have going for me. Ooh. Well, I mean, of course, you can always see me maybe amplified or maybe they haven't fixed the problem that we <laughs> had last week at the Galactic Pizza Comedy Open Mic every Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Sign up at 9.30. You might be able to hear us. So you guys had to practice oh. projection a little bit? Uh, yes. That's fine. Or occasionally a comic might just go up there and do his sort of uh, low energy mumble without a microphone and just like let anyone who is more than two tables away deal with it wow um wow my set my set would have been fine <laughs> yeah uh but yeah it'll you know maybe i'm sure it'll be fine i'm sure it'll be fine They're bringing in pizza by the slice money now baby <laughs> yeah i think right yeah don't they do that now although they yes maybe sometimes I mean, they, they or is that sure... experiment over i don't know okay great <laughs> Last time I went in there, I ordered uh, I ordered a whole pie, so I don't know the slice situation. Wow. Oh, so this was like a month ago. I'm going to go in there and be like, let me get at them slices, cuz, and then yeah. we'll find out. Yeah, say it exactly like that, though. Otherwise, they'll be like, mm, maybe not. Yeah, maybe you just need to know how to ask. Yep. And they actually have a good happy hour now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. When does that happen? During the show? Yes. Or not at all during the during show? During the show. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'm going to be like, let me get at them slices, cuz, also happy hour. Yeah. Also happy hour. Give me happy hour. <laughs> Please just give me one hour of happiness. Because <laughs> that's what pizza does for me. We guarantee at the Galactic Pizza Comedy <laughs> Open Mic, of our two hours, yes. you'll have <laughs> one hour of happiness. Ooh, that's ambitious. That is. <laughs> it sure is. Uh, I've, I've been there. <laughs> uh, happiness may not be experienced by you yourself. Happiness may not be experienced during the show, but at some point during your entire life assuming that you'll remember that sad sad comic that you saw 
Oof. and feel better about yourself. Hey, at least I'm not that guy. At least I'm not Mumbles. Mumbles is doing fine. Okay, wait. Is there a specific Mumbles that you're referring to? Uh, yeah, Nate oh. Nickel like did not adjust his voice at all. Uh, hey, man, you gotta uh, respect your own art. Am I right? Yeah, exactly. He mm-hmm. has he has, he has a character to maintain. Yeah, he's a professional. Yeah, that might be true. I'm not in the game enough to really know, <laughs> know who is getting no, paid okay, or not. Fine. fine, he's serious about his craft. Whatever. <laughs> it was a fucking throwaway line. Yeah. End the show. Yeah. Bye, we're going away. This has been How Bad Cast. You're and it's welcome back, maybe. Hey, welcome back to the show. And, welcome uh, we're back. Gotta go uh, away. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is bad. Welcome back. 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 Welcome